0: I want to discuss today about Tzlichus. It's coming up. So let's discuss some basic ideas of Tzlichus. So for some slichos, people, some people Tzlichus is a time to look forward to say Tzlichus and to try to come close to Hashem. And for many people Tzlichus is a time to say, I have to sit through a bunch of mumbling. And uh, that's about it. And wake up earlier or go to sleep later. So First of all, that's all of us. These things can't be changed imme- immediately. But if you don't have a excited view for it or a good view of it, you could try to change that. You hopefully sh- we'll will change it over time. By mm-hmm. the ideas that we spoken about before, of Asichos is a time not to change from a bad boy to a good boy. If you look at that, it's not going to move you that much. It's a time to develop your relationship with your Ben Yisraelim take away the things that prevent you from being davek Bashem It's an opportunity. The issue of mumbling is a big issue. Meaning, if you don't, you haven't prepared a lot when you say slichas, you will not know what you're talking about. There's no point of saying slichas, or very little point of saying slichas, if you don't know what you're talking about. Very little point of saying the words of slichas, if they have no meaning to you. So, I'm going to give you a practical way to do slichos in the best way you can. Now, really the best way you can is to prepare before and know what you're saying. Um, it takes a lot of time. And hopefully you take a little time, for sure, to do that. But it takes a lot of time to do it every day. Also, of course, you have an art scroll. Shiva has a few, but you should own your own by now. You're old enough. But some practical ways to do it. So the main part of the of Sikhas are the the thirteen attributes of mercy, right? And the way slichas starts off every day is is ashray, Kaddish, Kadesh, Shokum Tshuva, and then we start a Pizmine, meaning a a, a Slicha, and then we say yud, gul, mida, then we say another Slicha, and we say yud, gul, mida, Then we say another Slicha or another Pizmain and another Yugal Misarachmim, and so on and so forth. The practical way to do it is that every time we get to a new one, go at your own pace. I mean, it's better to say two lines with Kavana than the whole thing without Kavana. It's not just a little better, it's 100% better. Because saying the whole thing without Kavanah is almost a waste of time. Okay, You get a little schar for sort of being present in a time that you're doing tshuva, but it really doesn't do anything for you. Besides that, say uh, whatever pace you want. And then, whenever the chazan finishes the pizmain and start Yudgumisarachem with the with with the tibor. Every time now, obviously we're assuming, and we'll teach you a little bit what the Yudgumisarachem mean, and you should practice, uh, learn that on your own time. But that's a small paragraph. Learn it a few times, understand it well. That's the main part of the of, of, of the of the circles So every time, say whenever every time you start a new one, say a little bit. Every time the Khazan starts the next thing, move up to the Khazan. You don't have to catch up. There's no there's no advantage of zipping through so I, I finished. Finish what? Mumbling words. I don't. Again, it's not. It's you know by tefillah, by learning all different questions about. Tell them whether they get with understanding. We understanding. But to mumble is a waste of time. So catch up and then move on with the zibur. So when we say to Yudgimin Sarachmim, the 13 attributes of mercy, that what happened was that when, when after the Chet Ego, it seems that Moshe Ben-Ithot the Klai Yisrael was done. And it, there, was, there wasn't going to be a chance at tshuva. So we burnish him by Yara, Shema The Gemara says, was mis'at of Patalis. Batales, wrapped himself in a talis and told Moshe Rabbeinu that Klai Israel does things that need to be need to be forgiven. Shechata um, Yisrael, They should do Im seder. And the seder azeh, Hashem Hashem, Kedirachem Chant. V'yav Passed in front of Moshe Rabbeinu and taught him that whenever Klai Israel does a terrible thing, if they say these. 13 attributes of mercy, there's a level of forgiveness. So, this is what Hashem taught us how to ask for forgiveness. And we say the 13 all midas of Rahmanis. So, what is the kavan, What is a person supposed to, supposed to have in mind when he goes through a Yud give me this Rahman? So, let's just go through a few. Just I don't mean before the Pirish Hamidis what each 13 means. For example, Hashem, Hashem means Hashem before we send Hashem is is good to us, I mean, even though he knows that we are going to fail, and Hashem is good to us after we sin. What is the when we have when you, when you say that? Anybody? Ben, what kabon do you have? Um. What, do you, what are you saying? So the basic level is, you're asking Hashem to treat us in those ways. That's the basic level. You're asking Hashem to please treat us with the 13 attributes of mercy. That makes sense. Anything else? You can think it's like, of? It's like a parent, sort of. Like, he loves you before he, he needs something. This is, is 100% him. correct. The mashal is very good all over the place, right? Just like a parent. Does a parent always, always, always give reward or always give punishment? Both. Why does he sometimes give reward, sometimes give punishment? Because he figures this is what works sometimes, this works other times. And that's why he does what he thinks works. So, Rosh Hashem knows it works, and that's why sometimes he rewards, and sometimes he gives punishment. Whatever he thinks, whatever he decides, it's better to uh, inspire us. Mori, any other ideas? What else do you have kavanah for when you say, Yudgum, ahmed So, Hashem should do it to us? Um, I guess in general, just trying to connect better to Kodesh A 100%. 100%, but but what is specifically the Yudgim the Sirachim? Like, we're saying them, we're asking Hashem to do it to us, we're also saying that we will do it, treat others that way. And through that, we'll have Midah Kanik and Midah, Hashem will treat us that way. That's the whole Sefer Taymiyyah, I think some of you are learning at night, Rabbi Palak. It's based on this idea. Yasul this Chazal said, Do in front of me these Yudgim Midah meaning, so it, the, the Sefer goes through how we can also happy Hashem's Midas Kavi and treat others that way, and then Hashem his Midas K'nei Midah treats us that way. So first of all, it's a bakash to Hashem to treat us this way. Second of all, it's acceptance that we will treat others this way. And there's a third idea, I would say. A third main idea. It's a little deeper idea, which is acceptance and the realization of the truth's and power of these ideas in the hands of Hashem. Meaning it's a hakarah that this is the way Hashem runs the world. And when you recognize that, then Hashem acts in that way automatically. Right? The story of Cheney Amagel, when he was, what, He drew, he, 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 he Hashem that it should rain, but he actually never, before even he said, ask Hashem for rain, just recognizing, he drew a circle, but just recognizing that Hashem is the power of rain, the rain came right away. Right, there's a that says that a person, right, you're not supposed to be misspelled for 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 on Chabbos. But let's say you have a choy. Let's say someone close to you is sick, right? So Todd, you're talking to Hashem. How could you Todd not to mention it, right? So it's in his hands. You're meeting Hashem, and you talk your your friend is sick. How can you not mention it, right? What do you, what, do you, what do you do? You want to mention it, so he says what you do is. When you say, and you you can find this idea in any tzayruch, in the the Shemanesa, we can put it in. When you say in the second bracha, the power of Hashem, you're talking about Hashem, you say, Reh right? Say Reh Fei Cholem, Matay Asurim, when you say Reh Fei you machaven mechav, and Hashem is the one who's the Reh and you think about that person. And that Hakara makes it, our recognition of it, to Noez HaLe Kim, without going into it, is that when we recognize the power of Hashem, Hashem's power manifests itself even more. So, again, the base, first basic is uh, a bakashim Hashem to treat us this way, a acceptance to treat others that way, and a, a recognition that this is the way Hashem runs the world. Really, again, we spoke about the other day, that it's difficult to have many kavanas at once. I think these three are pretty simple. You can't have them all at once. But even more so, I would suggest an idea that the first two are really included in the third even though the third sounds more esoteric and more, you know, not Pashib Shah, but really the first two are included in the third. Which means, if we work on fully recognizing the truth of those Midas, so that, why are they true? Is because that's where Hashem treats us and we're supposed to treat other people. This idea is, is an idea that we also mentioned before, a somewhat complex idea. Of from the Murna where he asked a question How why is it after Khaitarisha, after the, reason, the passage says they became like Hashem, knowing good and bad. And he asked, That sounds like a good thing, Manachem, no? To know good and bad. Why is it the punishment? What do you say? Why is No 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 uh, no, no pause repeats why why, why, is, why is that the punishment right why, why should Hashem? why is that why, why is that worse than before it sounds like a good thing so he explains what happened what, what changed by the Khait of the Marishan is is that it used to be that good and bad were objective terms meaning we integrally knew what was good and bad or theertian knew what was good and bad and it changed after hate that that good and bad became a subjective term. To Hitler, killing Jews is a great thing, and to us, it's a terrible thing. Good and bad are subjective terms. We have many people have radically different views on the subject, right? Yeah. So, so what happened after Toivara? Yoyd Ra means instead of it being Ra were not called. There was no word for t- really and Ra Were not really described as tevurah before mm-hmm. the Chait Emunusian. They were described as MS and checker, true and false. True and false is not. I mean, sometimes it is, but it shouldn't be subjective. Two plus two equals four. That's an objective truth, right? right? So good used to be as clear as true as 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 two plus two equals four and bad, and instead, what happened is after Chedad mm-hmm. there was the Irvuv and now it became the idea of Teva meaning that Teva the ideas are that the subjective terms of Teva came into the human being. That's what changed after Chedad Got it? That's yes. just a simple idea. But, uh, but So, our avoider as a human being in this world is to change that. Is to make to make the, truth of, the truths of the Rabbani Shalayim not just good and bad, but almost as clear as Amos <laughs> and Just like for everybody in this room, killing somebody is something that you would never dream of doing. It's, it's, it's as clear, wrong, as 2 plus 2 equals 4. I'm not sure you're asking That's something else. The fact that we have different ways of of, 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 of relating to Hashem, as long as they're all medactic by halacha, they're all just different avenues. It's not right and wrong. I, I don't look at it's a chassidish and, and, and lutvish, I wouldn't perceive it as right and wrong. I would just say different ways of serving Hashem. There is some sort of thing that they all follow. Right, halacha. And as long as it's medactic by halacha, and you recognize that. Everything depends on the Bernish Shalom. How you do it is different ways to serve Hashem, but that's not necessarily I wouldn't call that right or wrong. Different ways. So the idea is our avoid is to make the truth, meaning just like you, it should be it has to become that just like we wouldn't kill somebody, we shouldn't we wouldn't say something that might hurt them. That's the avoid in this world. Just that not just that we should know that Hashem is dear, but it should become so true that we can't do anything against Hashem's will. It's obviously very difficult to do, but that's the goal—to make the truth that we know so true to us, so clear that it almost has the level of Emerson Checker, right? Just like you wouldn't eat, eat chazer, you wouldn't talk by chazer sashatz, right? It has to become It has to become. obviously, almost nobody know from year it chazer. And unfortunately, there are some people who don't understand and talk by Echadar by, shots, by, right? But the avoid is, or hurt somebody, or waste a minute of learning, or not all the things that we struggle with. Those things, avoid is to, to think about them so much, think about the Yavad so much, that those things don't just become a good thing to do, but to become 100% clear, and almost at the level of objectivity that they're true. And going against that is almost impossible. Right? For most, most normal people, it's almost impossible to kill somebody. Even if someone attacks you, it's very difficult to kill them. Because it's against your understanding of the world. It's true. It's false to kill somebody. It doesn't make sense. But really, it should be that level of the same, not talking about her, the, shots of the same craziness. You're just as nuts just—we haven't got to that level of understanding how terrible that is. So, if you learn a lot, it will more and okay. Yes, meaning that the basic avoid a person in this world is if a person is a maiman, you believe in Hashem, right? Yeah. Think so. It's what you hear, right? But do you always listen to Hashem? No. That's how Hashem put us in this world. So Hashem, the avoiding this world is on a, on a very basic level, is to make your idea of Hashem, your, your knowledge of Hashem a part of you that you can't get away from. She Hashem the more you think about it, the more you learn about it, the more it becomes not just an idea, but a reality that you live with any, every day. That's the idea of being david by Hashem, attaching yourself to Hashem, sort of always living with Hashem. You can't do an avera because Hashem is there, right? There's, a, there's an idea that, when he was about doing an avera, he thought of, his father, right? There's a Shiloh. Why well, didn't you think of the Beren The first talk about it. But uh, but the answer is because it's easier to think of... The basic answer is because it's easier to think of your father, right? But that's the focus for Hashem should be that Hashem is looking at you. How could you do something in Avera? Are you crazy? Right? If Hashem, if you really felt Hashem next to you, right? You wouldn't do an Avera, right? right? Even if you felt your father next to you, most Averas you wouldn't do, right? So that's the reality of life. we, right, Halvai. That, 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 that Hashem made it difficult. To, this is a difficult task. It's a lifelong task to make Hashem part of our life so much that we can't get away from Him. Not that we don't want to, but it's the idea that you don't do an very because Hashem is right there. Is this easy? No. But there's, there's infinite levels in this Haveri. So, going back to Yud-Gimis you could be mechaven that I'm trying to recognize the truth and the goodness of the midah of Hashem Hashem, meaning why is it good and true? Because that's where Hashem acts, and therefore, of course, that's where I will act to other people. So the the one kavana that's Kaila or three. The first kavana was Hashem should do to us. We will do to other people, and therefore Hashem will meet the connected midah. But what ties them together is that the truths of these midahs. Meaning, this is, this is, this is. True to me as much as not killing someone, to be good, to be erech Why? Because this is how vibration put in the world, this vibration acts to us, and this, of course, this, therefore, I will act to other people. Again, like most things, this is not easy thing to do, and this is many levels. Even though I'm not going to get to the highest level, I get to a little level on it. So let's review. Again, the practical way to do slichas. First of all, hopefully, you have the right the right um, mindset that I am trying to get close to Hashem, then, and therefore, I will be good. If you can't get the word good boy and bad boy out of your head, then then therefore, I will be good. But if your goal is to change from a Russian to a Tzaddik, it's not usually successful to, to look at it that way. I'm looking at it to become closer to Hashem, and therefore, through that, I become a better person in all ways. Um, when do you do slichas? Obviously come in time. Say, Ashrei, Kaddish, then you say a bunch of psukam. Go at your own pace, say the psukam with the art scroll, prepare before is better, but most people don't do it. And including myself, I should prepare much more. Shmuel just asked me, the slichas on my desk, he asked me if I'm studying it. I said, what did I say? I said, no, I'm looking at it. Something like that. He so said, what's the difference? I said, studying it would mean a lot more work. I'm looking at it, you know, you know, we're starting a few days, I'm going through it, but I should be studying it, but, you know, again, everyone has to, maybe, you know, whatever, it's about want and effort and time and all those things, but of course we should put some time into it. Ashrei, Kaddish, when you start saying the Psukkim, say at your own pace, say 4 P'sukim, then Kaddish could say 55 Psukkim. It's better to say 2 Psukkim or Kavona. Again, as you, every day you should say you'll go a little quicker because you'll learn what the P'sukim mean. And and Then this we start you'd give me Skip to what the is holding. Say you'd give me That study. It's one paragraph, study it. You're gonna be saying it I don't know, hundreds of times over the next few weeks. So you can either waste your time every time and mumble, or you can make it meaningful by studying what it what it means. I will go through it now quickly, but that's not gonna get into your head. Because the the words are ambiguous, so to really get into your head, uh, a lot of them, uh, you know, again, uh, I've read it a thousand times and still not always does it click for me. Right when I say each one, what it, what it means, um, but it, it, the the words are some ambiguous. So you have to study it, and then again, when the chazan starts a pizmon, a you start it with the chazan. Go at your own pace. Whenever the chazan finishes, join and says you do Start from start from there and continue on. So let's go through quickly the Yud Gim, and Zerachim, what they mean on a basic level. Hashem, Hashem. So Hashem is a lotion of midas Harachamim. It's Yud Kei Vav Kei. Hoya was, is, and will be the idea of that time is not an idea of, by Hashem, and therefore the past and the future are the same in a certain way. And that's the idea of tshuva, that we could change, right? That tshuva, that we wipe away, that tshuva, that everything that we did wrong, that, that prevents our connection to Hashem, comes totally away, disappears totally. So Hashem is Hashem, uh, that's, that's why Hashem is midas harachim. Uh, Hashem, 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 Hashem before he, our sin, Hashem is kind to us. Even though He knows we're going to fail, He allows us... To be in this world, that's why Hashem set us up. Hashem, even after our, our, our sin, Hashem is still kind to us and gives us a chance to do tshuva. Kael is a sort of a sort. A, it's like a, an idea of the koyach of Hashem, and a sort of a higher idea of midas rachamim. And therefore, we should, you know, sometimes we Hashem, we our our sins are so great that Hashem sort of needs a higher midas to let us do tshuva and let and let it go. Racham is compassionate. Mean even when Hashem punishes, as you said before, uh, that, that Hashem punishes Menachem with a, like a father. Meaning He punishes with the goal of trying to help you in a compassionate way. Not trying to get you, Chas Shalom. Chanun is gracious even though those to the, those of us who don't deserve all these midas rachamim. Nevertheless, Hashem is kind and gracious to even those who don't deserve it. Erek is slow to anger. Is that even when we do things that that Kavi would anger Hashem, Hashem gives us time to let it settle in by us and come around to Rosh Hashanah and do tshuva and not, give, not, and not judge us, not, not, not only not punish us for it, but not judge us for it till Rosh Hashanah when it's all set up for our success, as we explained many times. Rav Chesed is abundant in kindness. It's, it's one of the things that the, we learned the Rambam yesterday. That Gemara of that the first and second sin Hashem lets go. That the Gemara says it means, and but it also means that always, so always treating us like that we recognize it's sort of like always looking for the good in us. Meaning even though we have failings, but seeing the good and greatness in us. M S Hashem is true that Hashem punishes and rewards based on our actions. It's something that we praise Hashem for right why why we, why, why, is, why is mishpat good for us because mishpat is a chance there's no if there's no judgment then our a- actions are meaningless and then we don't have a chance to fix them so we we we, we like judgment because we can be successful at it mashem <speaking in Hebrew> keeps the good and remembers it for generations meaning we still get treated well and again Importantly, when we say "well," we always mean "well" in terms of good in this world. Means Hashem does us things to help us be close to Hashem. It doesn't mean good in Gashmias. That's different. That's a different. That's a different issue. Neitzach Hashem um, is kind to us. Right, everyone here in this room. Some of us are from Bavel Some of us not. But. It's an idea. It's an important idea. It's, it's all over all over the place. Which is that how many times has has the Ben Shalom taken away large chunks of cholesterol never to be part of seemingly never to be part of Klal again? See when comes, but past is not. And Mitzrayim. M- Mitzrayim, starting with Matrayim, when four fifths were gone, and many many times afterwards, including a mere seventy years ago, where I don't know around oh, close to half of cholesterol was taken away. So, and even now, maybe ten percent of us. Of Klal is from probably less. Either way, the point is, is that we are the sheres hapleta. We were chosen. That's the, that is part of the Nois Chesed. We here were given the 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 goodness to be able to serve Hashem. It's a great kindness and a great um, expectation from us that we are the ones who are eventually going to bring Mashiach. But well, the 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 Messiah of Klal is passed through the you know the the chosen of the chosen. And then that's that's those who are those of us still serving Hashem. Noi se forgiver of iniquity, which means even intentional sinners, Hashem sort of bears it with us and like sort of helps us out with it. Vefeshat, which is even rebellious sinners, which even even you know sort of sort of we, we shouldn't deserve anything. Nevertheless, Hashem is, it bears that sin as well. Vechato, which is unintentional sins, and it seems interesting why if Hashem forgives and bears oven for fesha. So of course, chata, different answer to that question. V'nake, Hashem cleanses it. That's the end of the that Hashem not just accepts our tshuva, but cleanses us and takes away, as explained a few days ago, takes away all the repercussions of our vader. Even though we drank poison, we're still alive and the poisonous effect is gone, both in us and the world. Hashem cleanses us totally and allows us to become close to Hashem again. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll be zayecha to 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 have a mean, to the sichos to be meaningful and moving to us. Shalom aleichem. This is Menachem Weinberg. These Yorum were given in Yeshivas Ahavas Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatourah.org. Thank you.